What is up, everybody? Come and on. welcome back to the Uproar Podcast. Um, I hope you guys are excited. Go ahead, share, give us a like, go ahead, comment where you're watching from. Um, share this with some friends. We can be super people. corny. Smash the like. Smash the like <laughs> Listen. We can't do it. We're I not. think that's just to go on a tangent real quick while people are Don't. Going, going around. I think now that people have the ability to have a whole career like through YouTube is like Oh, it's wild. I think they actually said, like, they did a poll of, like, kids, like, kindergarten through, like, fourth grade, and the number one thing they wanted to be when they grew up was, like, a YouTuber. Yeah, because, I mean, it's, like, from, like, face value, it's, like, you get to make tons of money pretty much doing right. whatever you want. Right. Would you like the Kindergarten most? through, like, fourth what, what grade. What I've seen, though, num- what a lot of these people, like, it's super taxing, though. Like, oh, yeah, it's a lot like, of work. A lot of them are, like, super depressed, have, like, anxiety issues, because it's, like, Tons of work. It's a lot of work. But the other problem with it too is like if everybody's a YouTuber, yeah. like bro, who's gonna print my book? Yeah, who's gonna make my who's gonna make my bang? Who's gonna okay. everybody's a YouTuber, nothing happens in the world. We just watch each other do this, nothing this, at this nothing. point. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. But hey, tell us where you're watching from. Yeah. We want to talk to you today about the number one thing slowing you down. But Buddy's got some stuff he wants to throw at you first. So um here we are. Let's get into it. Build book. Are we are we talking about the, the Let's do it. Yeah, let them know. Let them know. So I'm proud of this. At, yeah. I found I mean, some spelling errors though. It's alright. This is the this is this volume book. book. This volume, is volume one. Um but no, this is a, a great book. Um what I've just like said it's like it's not just like a one time read where you just pick it up, read it through and then you're done with it. But this is something that can be, you know, used, you know, for your teams, you know, for new yeah. salvation. We're using them for all new, our, all new salvations. All new salvations, even some of our small I was just talking to my grandma, and my grandma's been saved for like a thousand years. <laughs> Sorry if you're watching, Graham. Um, and, but seriously, she got saved when she was like 14, 15 years old. And she's like, oh, I, I learned a bunch. She's like, I yeah. really got challenged. I just talked yeah. to another person. Um, Her husband's on our board. Um, They're like seasoned Christian veterans. Yeah. And uh, she said the same thing. She's yeah. like, I loved it. It's really helped me like go to another level no it is it's a it's a great book and i think it's it's awesome because it's not simply just a book like but it's a, like a tool that people will be able to use and you know to not only help advance their ministries but help their build their leaders help build like we said new salvation yeah things like that. most importantly though disciples exactly. people that remain in jesus exactly. not just in church i think we screw that up we just we try do. to how do we get people back to church well let's if they love jesus they'll they'll want to be in his house exactly so that's that's exciting, but that is exciting. yeah, what we're doing with that though is today, if uh, anybody that partners at twenty dollars a month, we want to send that out to you for free, um, and we're excited, man. Conference, I just got off the phone. I ha- I've been on a bunch of phone calls this bunch week, calls. bunch of phone calls this week, um, just talking to my people. But we are working on dates for Pittsburgh again for a yes. one night in the spring. And then we're going to be working on dates for a denominational one night, which is going to be elite. So I'm really excited about that. But the number one thing slowing you down, let's talk about it. I think this is important. I think think it's very important, too. Because I think this is, um, I also, you know, not only is it one of the number one things slowing you down, but I think this is like, and I think I think that it, this would be even, even an awesome topic to do on the podcast. Is this is like going along with your book, a major mark of, of being a disciple. It's true. So today, if you didn't see the thumbnail, 
we'll be talking about dying to self. Just big guys. It's huge. Not a sexy topic at all. People hate talking about people, this. I, people hate talking about it. But before you log off, yeah. like, can I tell you that the benefits of dying to yourself are nuts, and you do not want to, you don't want to miss that part. I think they, the benefits are amazing because I feel like at face value, it's like, hey, this sucks. But like now that I look back on it, it's like I'm. It's way easier. The best thing I've ever done. Yes, and low key, it's like it's difficult, but once you do, it, it's like. Oh yeah, this is way easier than just oh yeah being in front of yourself. It's oh yeah, it, it's the difference of like sustaining yourself versus being sustained by the creator of the world. Exactly. Like literally, literally, that's the difference. That's of literally, it. the difference. Um, so it's crazy, but um, where I would start this conversation is Luke chapter nine, tw- starting in verse twenty three mm-hmm. and twenty four and twenty five are perfect with this too. So if, yeah. you're, if you're watching, make sure you put that verse in there for us. Well, Luke nine twenty three twenty four twenty five. 25 and it says this, if anyone, this is an open invitation, desires yeah. to come after me, number one, they must first deny mm-hmm. themselves, take up their cross, and follow me daily. Mm-hmm. And self-denial is literally one of the most important things. I think we short people who are like, hey, you can have a best friend. His name is Jesus. And you know what? That's true. But in order to get there, it requires self-denial. Yes. It requires, you know what? I am done with myself because I realized it was myself that got myself in trouble. <laughs> exactly. My problems are largely myself. Yeah. But when I die to myself, when I deny myself, which is the that death to self is self denial, taking up the cross, which is God's God's kind of love, representation of Christ, God's commands, mm-hmm. and then I follow and I do that daily, mm-hmm. that's when everything starts to change. Yeah, I agree. I agree and it's it's huge because and we see in, in how it benefits in many areas of you know, your life, especially once you become a believer, is that the moment you learn to deny yourself, it, you know, helps with your leadership. Oh, yeah. It helps within your ministries. It helps even within your relationships and friendships. It helps everywhere. everywhere. And that's why it's crucial. Here's the crazy thing, though. It's like any any sort of, um, any sort of person you find that's sold out to something, mm-hmm. people always, like, can't, they, they have a hard time comprehending people that are sold out. Yeah. Like a bodybuilder or whatever who's got like gigantic muscles. People are like, you go to the gym for how long? You lift how much? Wait, you haven't had a, a Twinkie since when? Yeah. You don't eat. You don't drink coffee. You yeah. don't do all these things. You're crazy. Yeah. But they would love the same results that that person yeah, has. True. Or like a gymnast. Like, yeah. oh, you train that much? Or oh, a yeah. person who's like a multimillionaire. Like, wait. You did this, this, and this. You're crazy. So true. But they love the benefits of what those people have. That's so true. And that, that's the reality with self-denial is like we love the benefits, but we hate the process the normally. Process but if we can realize, and I think verse 24 gives us a huge key in this. Um, I'm going to read it. It's, it's really powerful. Um, it says, for, for whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. And that's the reality we, we got to come to terms with. Like, in anything in this world, if we want it, mm-hmm. we have to deny ourselves. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And if we want Jesus, it requires us giving our lives away. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's serious. It's, it's, it's like, and it's, and it, I think why also why a lot of people struggle with this topic is because the world teaches completely the opposite, right? Especially in like today's generation, it's super like, just believe in yourself, find yourself, just make it all about you. Just, you know, 
put you first always and da 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 da. So like that's what you're taught growing up. It's like just make sure you until good. you put yourself first by following Jesus, and exactly. then they hate you. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna put myself first by denying myself like apologies. And it's like, oh, you're fake. Yeah, that's a whole nother topic. You're judgy. You're <laughs> you're, you're the worst you're person. Cassie, person. what's up? We Literally, love you. Hey, y'all want to learn some good stuff about self denial? Cassie is phenomenal. Yeah, she's she's like a great story. Uh, awesome. What God's done in her life is phenomenal. It is phenomenal. Um, but it started with this very topic of deny yourself, take up the cross, and follow me daily. And she'd probably say too, like, yo, this is not the easiest thing in the world. No. At first. At first. At first. Yeah. But it's like anything, and it's at first. And it really, like, I think this is the number one thing slowing us down, period. Oh, like, yeah. Like, let me ask you this. Why did the Israelites have to stay in the desert for 40 years? Yeah, like, complaining and stuff. Well, it's because Moses struck that rock twice, right? Oh, yeah, because he had anger. You want to know why? Because he wasn't denying himself. He tried to yeah. do it himself, and it damned everybody else. It yes. put him 40 years behind schedule. Oh, yeah, it did. You know what's crazy, too? If you read in Exodus, and I've, I've texted this to a bunch. What's up, Isaiah? What's, what's up, up, Pastor Dave? Aaron? Hey, guys, share this for us real quick. Um, what, what's crazy about it is, like, I've texted you about it, and I don't know the scripture reference off the top of my head. I'm breaking my own rule. I'm he not giving the address. I'm all about addresses, guys. Um, but it's in, it's in the middle of Exodus, and God's talking about the promised land. He says, I'll give you the promised land piece by piece. Mm-hmm. So it's not run over by the cattle of the field. You got to realize the promised land was inhabited by people because yeah. it was pretty, pretty good land. Yeah. Um, so what God was saying is, as you guys infiltrate this land, I'll give you more and more and more as you can handle more and more and more. Yeah. See, the reality is, God's going to give us as much as we're willing to deny ourselves and be so obedient true. to what He has. So true. And if we desire to have our life, we must deny ourselves, take up that cross, yeah. follow Him daily. And that's the key. And then verse 25, I love too. It's just, for, for what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world but loses his soul? And man, some people are like, don't give me anything in the world. Just give me Jesus. But I think the opposite of that. I think, man, give me Jesus and I'll take the whole world. Exactly. And that's really what it's about. What's slowing us down is we are so alive to ourselves, our lusts, our desires, mm-hmm. that it's really cheating and and. And robbing the world of what God really oh, yeah. wants to do through I, us. I agree, and 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 even and I'm not perfect. No, no not perfect. I'm I definitely know. not perfect. And even like in it, and I feel like a lot of people will think of like denying yourself. They only think of like these major like sins, like maybe like alcohol or you know sex before marriage or homosexuality. But even it can be minuscule, minuscule stuff. I remember oh, yeah. when like I first got saved, and I used to be like big into like 2K. Like I used to play 2K all the time. But How many then, hours you put in a week? You're like oh part time job. Status yes, like, like 20, 25 like, hours yes, a week. Like when, like Oof. before, like prior, like before I got saved. Like when I did get saved, like I would play. Like we, I would get home, say it'd be like eight. I'd shower, eat real quick, and then game from like nine to like three in the morning. Oh my gosh! Just be up grinding. <laughs> but then you know, obviously the 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 I started like school and stuff like that. And I was like, man, I can't be up playing 2K till 3 in the morning. And I would even try to like, all right, maybe I can just play a little bit. But it's like once you get on, it's like you don't want to get off. Really? So I'm like, all right, to really be able to see me, you know, take this next step and really start to do, you know, not only what Jesus has for me, but do it with excellence. That's a good point. And do it with excellence. Not just do it, but actually do it with excellence because, you know, with excellence, I was like, all right, I have to cut this out. 
Yeah. I had to cut. Not that it was inherently bad, but... I think the stat is, like, the average American watches, like, four hours of television a day. I believe it. Maybe more, actually. It might be six. If you know that, write that in the comments. I think it's four, but maybe it's six. But you imagine, like, how much self-denial is that as a, as a believer? Mm-hmm. Even, like, like, to make it practical, like, how much time do we spend on meaningless things? Oh, things yeah. that have zero eternal value. I can think of 10 things that I spend time on that's just meaningless. Right, like, check your screen time. Yeah. You'll probably be disappointed in yourself. You know, like, <laughs> I have been. Yeah. And the, the reality, too, is, like, man, I just, I want to I wanna be yielded to the to Christ to the point that, like, I'm running at the speed he wants me. you got to yeah. imagine all those things. Like anything we refuse to deny ourselves in yeah. is a weight that's keeping us from the speed that God has us to run. True. Like imagine yourself walking around a track with a bunch of like 10-pound sandbags. Hmm. And and as we deny ourselves, and it's not bad to play 2K. You know, no. like that, no, yeah. you don't get that wrong. It's not bad to watch a, some shows. It's not yeah. bad, but... But in terms of self-denial, it's even like yesterday at the gym, like, there's this guy, and he, I mean, I I love people, but he kind of annoys me. <laughs> like, it's 5 a.m., he's just there, he's like, he's always in the conversations, and he's like, he's really nice, don't get me wrong, it's just, it's 5 a.m., I'm pretty irritable at 5 a.m., I think. And we talk about Jesus there, and like, he grew up in church, and yeah. all this stuff. So, like, he does not care about God, he thinks it's a joke. Yeah. So, we get in the car. And, uh, and I'm about to leave and I sit in the car and I just feel like, go tell him I love him. I'm like, dude, Frank, man, like he doesn't care. (laughs) So I'm sitting there. I'm like, all right, fine. Get out of the car, go in, open the door. He's like, what are you doing back in here? I'm like, Hey man, I just wanted to let you know, Jesus loves you still. He's like, cool. Thanks. Cool, thanks. <laughs> yeah, it kind of rolls his eyes yeah. at me, but I was like, you know what? That was like a self-denial. Yeah, I knew no I was going to get an answer like that, but like just being obedient to Christ is, yeah. is, the, key is the key in all things. In our obedience, our self-denial determines our speed. Mm-hmm. And the, the goal is speed, right? I want to accomplish what God called me to accomplish right here, right now. I don't want to wait. I don't want to miss it. I don't want to cheat myself. I don't want to cheat the kingdom. And I certainly don't want to cheat the world. Yeah. And and I, Cassie makes a good point too. It depends on what you're watching, how it's affecting your spirit, man. Like, yeah. dude, like I stopped watching um, Breaking Bad at a certain season. I was like, dude, I don't need to be watching stuff that's like literally drug manufacturing. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's like, true. You know, I'm good. Like, this is not gonna help me in any bit at all. Yeah. And I, I've even like been offsetting it, where it's like, all right, now I'm gonna watch some shows. We put our kids in bed at like 8:30. You know, I'm gonna watch a sermon first. Yeah. Last night I watched some theologians. I don't even think I understood what they were saying. They're intense. It was nuts. They're intense. Like absolutely nuts. It was like way over my head, and I think I'm pretty smart. But I was like, dude, I was blown away. But like that self-denial is is key. And I think the number one thing that's slowing us down is we don't have self-denial. Oh, yeah. I I love what Paul – Paul was pretty cool on this though because like Paul really understood uh, like – he understood that there's a transferring of ownership of our life, right? Yeah. Like Galatians 2.20. That's excellent. Yeah. It's no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives in mm-hmm. me. Yeah. It's really easy to deny ourselves when we realize I'm not the owner anymore. No, we're not. That's in, And that's true. Like, I, I like that statement, like Sid said. Like, he, he had this revelation that now, like, there's a, a transferring of ownership. It's oh, like, yeah. We don't own our lives anymore. Jesus lives on our lives. Yeah. He, he paid a price for it. 
So it's like in the so you know and it's it it begins a time where it's like we start to have to rework ourselves. And it's like okay, like it's I'm not in control of my own life anymore. Like I'm, what I'm doing is you know for Jesus is because He paid this price. So yeah. I need to make start making decisions that you know are going to benefit Him in the kingdom. It's true, and and again, it's not the easiest thing in the world at first. But when you start realizing what's happening in your life, it, it's so powerful. Like he said, he said it a couple different ways. Like Paul was extremely creative. He, he also said in Romans chapter one verse one, he said, "Paul, an ambassador in chains." Yeah. <laughs> so like literally, what he was saying, he's like, "Hey, I'm chained to being an ambassador of Christ." Yeah. But it wasn't like, "Hey, I've been put into slavery." Yeah. He chose. He chose. Yeah. To deny himself. It was a slavery of, of self yeah. to Christ as an ambassador, which I think is so cool. And what's cool, too, is like he he in Second Timothy, he's writing like, I fought the good fight. I ran the I ran the race. Mm-hmm. But he said this thing that was really cool, too. He said, I've poured my life out like a drink, drink. offering. Yeah, that's good. And how cool is that? That Paul was able in in, in a letter to his spiritual son mm-hmm. under the direction of the Holy Spirit. Declare of his own life, like, I poured my life out like a drink offering. Wow. Yeah, that's that's good. And then you look at, like, all those things he said, like, okay, hey, it's not me who lives. I'm an ambassador in chains, and I poured my life out like a drink offering. Like, man, I'd love to have the results of Paul. Heck yeah. You know, like, Heck yeah. That's, Heck yeah. That's, 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 that's living full speed for Jesus. No, it is. It is. And it's like, and I think this is like, we see, like, this is really like the, I think one of the, the huge remedy or you know the recipe for it all is like the moment we can start to grasp and realize like you know denying ourselves it's not long no longer i live but christ, christ who lives in me like you know our goal is to one day be able to say you know how we poured out we're, we're able to pour out our life as a drink offering to christ you know when we start to grasp this concept and i think like you said like the moment we get it and we just you know all right, God, I'm ready. I'm dying to myself. And when we get it, it becomes pretty easy because I can say now after, you know, I've been saved for over two years now, almost three. And now, you know, it's, it's way easier than when it first started, you know, when you have to start pruning away all these things and getting rid of all this stuff. And, you know, and that's the key. That's what, that, that pruning is, is so the key. key, but it's not, it's not even us pruning. Like God will put his finger on places that he oh, wants. Yeah. There's a conviction. But you have to like start to like, Cause a lot, a lot of times people would like, uh, you know, just try to turn a blind eye to you. I was like, all right, God. Like, I've like, not only was just obviously when I first got saved was was it sinful things, but it was, like I said, it was like two K, sexual music, some shows, things like that. It's like, you know, God's like, all right, if you're ready to take this, you know, step to the next level, yeah. It's like, all right, you're gonna have to start clipping away some of these weights. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Hard. I feel like two things one people mistake his pruning as punishment yeah it's not where it's like really you gonna take that away it's like dude i'm just doing it so so we can do this better exactly but two it's almost like a mental image like he's standing there right there with the scissors like we ready yeah just waiting on our nod like all right do it (laughs) and like as fast as we want to go yeah really is like as fast as he's gonna cut it yeah and, and that's where we're stuck. I think a lot of people are unwilling to give things up to Christ. Mm-hmm. And that's why we feel like we're stuck. Yeah, I like, agree. Imagine this. Imagine if 10,000 believers in Jesus were like, you know what? I'm going all in. I'm going to completely die to myself. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take up the cross every single day. I'm not looking back, not looking side to side. Yeah. Imagine what America would look like. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, 
goodness. William Booth, who created the uh, the Salvation Army. Yeah. General Booth. General he said, Booth. "Yo, they were legit though. They they, they, were. they were literally an army for salvation. Yeah. Not just used clothing. Yeah, not just used clothing. <laughs> um, for hipsters. I love salvation." <laughs> um, but he said like if I had 12 men and the Lord allowed me to dangle them over the gates of hell for tw- for for I think it was like an hour mm-hmm. I could evangelize the whole world mm-hmm. yeah I yeah <laughs> you know what I mean like, I believe that if we imagine what a yielded Christian's life would truly look like oh my and, goodness. and look I'm not saying I'm perfect no but imagine what a yielded Christian. We were talking about it yesterday with, with office staff. Well, mm-hmm. Imagine what a Christian Christian's life would look like if they're fully yielded, yeah. fully dead to dead to themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's really what we need to aim for, and what what the Lord is looking for mm-hmm. is not not just Christians who go through the normal or go through the motions, go through motions, go through the normal. Like He's looking for uncommon, yeah. and it's sad that it's uncommon for Christians to live a life of self denial now. Oh yeah, that's true. I told you. I'll put buddy to sleep. No, sorry, <laughs> but no, that heater's up. That's why. It's nap time. Here. He said I had lunch. <laughs> it's nap time. But no, it's it's <laughs> huge. And no, that's that's actually like so true. That you said that like it's becoming like you know abnormal now that there's believers that like you know believing and denying themselves. And it's sad. It is. And I think another uh, huge, another huge point is is um with denying yourself. It's not just um you know, us removing things out of our life, but starting to accept more things that God is offering us. Like, um, you know, I, I, you know, I tell a lot of young guys and I, I, I make this like, you know, an emphasis whenever they ask, like, you know, what's something that, you know, what's one thing that you would tell me, you know, in my first year of Bible college or interns or whatever. And I always tell them like, always spend that extra time with Jesus. Like 100%. always look for that extra time with Jesus. Some, and sometimes it's going to come at a time when, all your friends, you're all about to go out to eat, about to go to a movie, about to go and just hang out and have yeah. so much fun. And God's like, nah, just you know, stay back and, and hang out with me. And in that moment, you're going to have to deny yourself. and like, all right, I'm just going to spend this extra time with the Lord. While everyone's out, they're swimming, they're hanging out, having fun. I'm just going to stay home and, you know, and pray and, and you know, worship and read my word, things like that. And, th- and these are like huge, crucial moments. But it's also accepting the thing. It's not just, you know, when God says, hey, um, I want to put these things away, but it's also like, hey, I want you to start doing this. I want, to, I want you to start you know, spending more time with me. I want you to, you yeah, know, things like that. I think, too, it's almost like a level of, am I willing to sacrifice my desires? I don't want to say that. Am I willing to sacrifice my desires so that other people can live? Or my comfort? My, my comforts, my desires, so other people can have the Jesus that I know. Like, mm-hmm. and that would truly be love, right? Oh, yeah. It's like Paul in 2 Corinthians uh, 4, verse uh, 11 and 12. He said, For we who live are always, um, are always delivered to death for Jesus' sake, mm-hmm. that the life of Jesus may be manifested in our mortal flesh. Mm-hmm. So then death is working in us, but life in you. So Paul is saying, like, literally, like, as I'm representing Christ, as I'm dying to myself, death is becoming more and more and more apparent, and Mm -hmm. persecution and rejection is becoming more and more and more apparent. But on the flip, it's becoming life inside Mm -hmm. of other people. So what he was saying is, like, 
it's worth me having the persecution. It's worth me oh, having yeah. the rejection. It's worth me re denying myself and leaving my comforts. And it's worth all of these things so somebody else can have life. Yeah. And if we're going to do anything uh, of of measure, yeah. it's not going to be by living by our flesh. Yeah, it's true. At it's, all. It's so true. It's so true. And I would rather stand in front of God and judge me and be like, look, I did everything you asked me to do. And I don't know if any man will ever actually be able to say that, but I'd love to have that be the striving is I did everything you asked me to do. Mm -hmm. It didn't matter what it was. I did it. And I, I didn't live by my comforts, but I lived for you. Yeah. And it's like, and, and we see like, I believe it says in, in John 3.30 where it says, he, like, he must increase, so I must decrease. Yeah. So that's like, you know. Partially, it's like, you know, for, for us, for God to increase, for God to get the glory, for for God, you know, people can start to see, you know, how God is on our lives and evident. You know, we must decrease ourselves, which is going to increase him. Not that, you know, God is, you know, not that God is just trying to, you know, just chop us up and make us a nobody. But, you know, I'd rather be a nobody if that means God is known to everybody. And right. God is, you know, the star. I think, I think, I think that's huge. I think a lot of people... I think partially, and that partially, like why a lot of it's hard for a lot of people um, to deny themselves, is because everyone believes they're the main character in their in, in, in everything, right? In everything, that's what people believe that the, true. they're the main character, and the, the world revolves around them. So they have to do this, this, and that, and this, this, and that. But really, in reality, like we're not. Like Jesus is the main character. Yeah. We're we're the, we're the side characters. We're you yeah. know, the, the supporting role. And what's crazy about that too is the main character. Was the greatest servant of all the one that exactly. died died to self he the greatest lived like lived. like okay washed his disciples feet and it wasn't like feet now like the, those feet were nasty, nasty old feet they were grown men hiking around in sandals exactly. in the desert all day long like exactly. I, you imagine some jacked up toenails exactly like, one was gonna you know portray him, the yeah. other one's gonna die tonight and he tonight. knew it he, and he knew, knew it. they were gonna and do it too that. so like okay there's that and then he gives a lesson of like if anyone wants to be great you must become the servant of all mm -hmm. but then not only that like then fast forward a chapter or two to the garden of gethsemane matthew chapter 26 and he's like hey god if this cup can pass me by <laughs> this would be really <laughs> awesome yeah. you know like all right don't blame me i probably would have prayed the yeah, same no, thing but, like, unless we die in our Garden of Gethsemane, we can never actually live to our full oh, purpose. Legit. And that's where we we often mess, mess it up is we have that garden moment where God's like, hey, I want you to do this. Yeah. And we got to have that, hey, nevertheless, your will be done. Exactly. Nevertheless, no matter, no matter how I feel, no matter my comfort, yeah. nevertheless, your will be done. Yeah. And we everybody wants to make that impact, but they think it's going to be by their plans, their way, their thoughts. And it's not. It's by self-denial. Yep. That's, that's, yeah, that's huge. Like, everyone, people expect, you know, especially what I, I see a lot is, like, and even myself, I was once in that spot where it's like, um, you know, we expect God to do big things and God to do all of this, but it's only by our means and what we believe is a plan. Yeah. But it's usually not. It's, you know, God's like, no, I have a completely different, a completely different plan. Because usually our plan is involved with, like, where we're able to get the reward. But God's like, no. Yeah, but that also doesn't mean that you're just gonna you're just gonna have to be like a person that's like cleaning out sewage all day oh, every yeah. day at, in terms of self denial. Oh, like, yeah. can I tell you, in terms of self denial, you've now made your servant yourself servant of all, mm -hmm. which means God's gonna look and realize that that's a humble man or woman exactly. who's gonna be elevated in the kingdom. Mm -hmm. 
in their purpose. And some people, some people are going to be elevated and some people will be, quote, more elevated. But I want to be elevated in my purpose. Exactly. And that's the key. And it's not, and that's where we mess it up. It's like, well, it, we're talking about self-denial, but some people would just try to play dead so they can get farther ahead. Mm -hmm. But you can play dead all you want. You're not going to trick God because he Mm -hmm. looks at man's heart, 1 Samuel chapter 16. But, and it's wicked and evil in all of its ways, Jeremiah chapter 17. But the reality is you can play dead, but those who are truly dead in themselves will be elevated by Christ in their purpose. Yeah. And your purpose and my purpose are knotted together, but they're different. They are different. And that's good because if we all live the same purpose, what the same five people are going to get saved, that's it. Exactly. That's stupid. It is stupid. But as you live your purpose and I live my purpose, and that, look, some people's purpose might be a, a dentist, a, a, like a, a doctor, a lawyer, a police officer, yeah. a stay-at-home mom, yeah. but I, I, I believe we should all strive to be elevated in our purpose. Mm-hmm. And that comes from denying self. And what comes with that, can I tell you what comes with that, is the overwhelming fruit of the Holy Spirit. Oh, yeah. Love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, self-control. All, all these things are added to us. Yeah. So the fruit of the Holy Spirit is abundant in our life. Yeah. You know what else is abundant in our life? More than we can ask, think, or imagine. Yeah. Which those dreams you had, guess what? God's going to elevate them to another place. Mm-hmm. You know what's going to happen? You're going to have access to greater things. You're going to have access to God. I believe He's going to bless you, mm-hmm. um, and both financially and with, with friends. I believe you're going to be in a blessed place by self-denial. Yeah. Think about it like this, Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Right before we get to this verse... It's talking about food. It's talking about where you're gonna where you're gonna sleep. It's talking about what you're gonna eat, what you're gonna wear. It's talking about all these things in Matthew six thirty three. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all of these things will be added unto you. But we're not seeking God for those things. They're they're a byproduct. They're, yeah, that's good. And I think too many people live for byproducts. It's true. I want to live for Christ, and those byproducts just be added. It'll be added, and be like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. But it's just a thing, you know. Jesus. Yeah, I'm here for Jesus. It's just a thing, though, yeah. and and I'm not married to any of those things. Yeah. I like the things. I think they're cool. Yeah. But I'm not married to them. I can't wait to get to a place where God's like, "Hey, um, you're gonna give your house away." But all right, cool. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Just a thing. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, you're gonna give that watch away, and other people would like kill for the watch. Oh, cool. All right. It's just a thing. I don't okay. care about it. Yeah. Don't care about it at all. Yeah. Um. And people are like, well, see, he just wants things. No, I don't care. Do I? If I never get one of those things, I don't care at all. Yeah. I don't care at all. Yeah. If I do, I'll never be married to him though, because no. I got, I, I really just, I got Jesus, and that's yeah. what matters to me. Exactly. And, and I think what's slowing us down is we're we're too alive to ourselves. Yeah. It's true. It's very true. And really, when we we learn to die to ourselves, which. It look, you got to work that out with prayer. Like Jesus oh, yeah. worked his out in prayer. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. It's, it's, and sorry to cut you off, but I, I was just not only did he work it out in prayer, but Hebrew says it was the joy set before him that he went to the cross. Yeah, like we got to figure out like, is the purpose Christ has for my life worth the sacrifice in the pain right now? It's true. Jesus knew the salvation of of humanity was worth. His sacrifice on the cross is what Jesus called you to worth the sacrifice of what he's asking from you right now. Yeah. I, that's man, the that's question. Huge. Yeah, I think that's, wow, that's, uh, it doesn't even matter what I, what I have to say. Honestly. That's a great question. 
That's a freaking good question. That's good. No, and I think it's important. I feel like it's. I feel like this is this is good too. Um, at least what to just give like a super practical tip that helped me out a lot is like you know the people that you're close with that you trust. You know your accountabilities. Big deal. People that who you're, you, you spend know, time with. Who you're spending time with. Like you know one two two things is like you know people that you trust. You know be transparent as long as like yes. Like, you know it's been it's been a little difficult that you know I had to give up music. It's a little difficult. Have, find some people that's gonna hold you accountable. You know that's gonna help you walk with you. Through this type of stuff, because sometimes this is not easy as just you know. No. All right, God, well, I did it all, now I'm good. But also, you know, people around is that when they're also doing the same, it makes you also want to do the same. If you're around people who are who are selfless and just think about the kingdom first and just think about other people first, then you're gonna want to do the same. But if you're only around people that just think about your, themselves, then that's I mean, birds of feather flock together. That's, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but hey, um, you guys have anything? Throw it in the comments. If not, um, we're going to actually jump right into the end of this podcast, um, this live. Look, we love you guys. Next week, we have a special guest. One of my friends, Kels Johnson, is going to be joining us. Uh, We're going to be talking about anxiety, loneliness. Mm -hmm. Um, God is a remedy for everything. Um, And Kels is phenomenal. Um, Good friend from Pittsburgh. He'll be joining us next week, Thursday at 3 o'clock. Set it in the calendar. Remind yourself, whatever you got to do, make sure you are there. Thursday, 3 o'clock. Next week, it will be live. Then it will be on the podcast. It'll be on YouTube. We'll have it everywhere. everywhere. But you don't want to miss it live. I'm telling no. you, there's something different about live. We so, should do a yeah. giveaway, too. All right. We're going to give something cool away. We're I don't know what it is, away. but we're going to we're gonna figure it out. Yeah, so tune in. Make Maybe sure a free in. ticket to Opera Conference this year. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll give something yeah. cool away. Yeah, so we'll give something cool. cool but we love you guys. I'm going to throw it to Buddy real quick. He's going to wrap this up. Yeah. Um, But we are still got an important part. Don't leave us. So remember... Um, like we said in the beginning of this podcast, if you partner with us today at, was it 20? 20. At 20, if you part, partner with us today at 25, we will send you a free built, build, no, built, that's not right, free built book. Um, you can either use Cash App, which is still being a little bit buggy, but. Yeah, the best is the website. The best is the website. You can use Cash App at dollar sign Upward Comp, or you can text to give at 607 304-3286. You can text the word give in your desired amount. Or, and this is the best option, you can go to theupward.org. The best option give, right there. And you can give right there through the give tab. Remember, if you partner with today at $20, we will send you a free gift. So, we love you guys. We hope you enjoyed the podcast today. Make sure you share, tag a friend, and we'll see you guys next week.